Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Goodness Village Podcast. Um, I have the pleasure of sitting down with our good friend and neighbor, Daryl. Daryl, how are you doing today? I am doing well for a Friday. Yeah, thanks for coming Thanks for coming and hanging on and just, you know, chatting up, you know. The, it's a nice place. It's very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, we try to make it a little comfy around here. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, you're one of our more recent folks that have moved into the village. How yes. long have you been around here for? Uh, May 15th. May 15th. I moved into my unit. I love that you know the date. So yes. you've been here for a, a fun and very hot summer. How's it been? <laughs> well, the air conditioner works really well. I have to turn it off sometimes. Oh, that's a great problem to have. Yeah, it's yeah. a great problem. <laughs> that HP working, yeah. Um, so now that I've said that, something will happen. Of know? course. That's yeah. how it works. So it works. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, I, I kind of talked to you before we started recording of how, you know, the, this, the podcast just exists just to kind of, right. you know, have folks tell stories, share, you know, their life experience, how the village is for them. Um, so, like, how do you like the village? How do you feel the last couple of weeks? I think it's amazing. Um, it's a forever home for some people, and it's a transition for other people. Yeah. It's well maintained. The staff is wonderful. The fact that you get free groceries on Tuesday, you get dinners on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, there's always something going on. Vegetables yeah. on Friday. And they're fresh. They're right out of the garden. Yeah. So we, it's we, pretty amazing. We are so thankful. So for the folks that don't know that are listening, on Fridays, we partner with the Eden Garden, which is an organic garden here on the Friesman Dairy property run right. by the good folks at Crossman's Church. Uh, you said Wednesdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays, we have volunteer-supported uh, or volunteer-run just community dinners where folks can come and provide a meal and hang out. Tuesdays, we work with um, Ronnie Forbes, and he is with... One Nation Dream Makers, um, and they have a great food program, you know, uh, getting food from restaurants and different grocery stores um, and getting them from the shelves to where people need them, just like us. So, yeah, that's it. The food's been phenomenal. It's 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 a fun thing whenever we walk into the community center, our, what we call the Yellow House, and there's there's always something on the counter to eat, and it's right. always good and it's always fresh. And another thing is that there's, you get, everybody gets checked on. Hmm. That's impressive. I see the staff walking around at night. It's almost like every two hours, somebody's walking around the property, checking the property, walking by the vehicles, very secure. And everybody's willing to help. It's none of the, you never hear it's not my job. The food stuff. Um, But you were saying that there always seems to be something going around here at the village. Right. Um, Can you see what, can you articulate kind of what that's, what that looks like for you or what you've been able to see? Well, we all volunteer basically, and it's it's nice. We have chickens. I I work the chickens two days a week. Teresa does a lot of the gardening. We have people like Wayne who does water. Sharon does watering. There's always something to do, and it's it's not like it, this is my job. It's yeah. well, yeah, you want to help? That's fine. Yeah, let's let's work together. And it's great because it takes off. It comes off of our. I'm not saying a mortgage, but I rent, and that's nice, and yeah, it's okay. and it's equitable for everybody. So if you don't have a job and no income, you're not being charged six hundred fifty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> if you have a job, then it's based on your job at a certain percentage, and it's like I said, it's very equitable. It works. Everybody here is happy. Yeah, it's the vocational program that we have right. is really unique because big picture in the village for all of our neighbors. Real yes, we have program agreements in X, Y, and Z, but big picture, uh, if you're a good neighbor and you pay your rent, that's kind of it. 
Yeah, pretty and, much. <laughs> uh, and if for whatever reason, you know, you, uh, folks, if you don't have a job or you can't work or what have you, right? Uh, we have so many opportunities here. What, what, one of the things that I really like is how they vet people. In mm -hmm. other words, A, lived on the street for 12 years, 12 and a half years. Uh, started in 2008 when I had cancer and I didn't have any health insurance. So I, I wrote checks for 300000 I think it was $345,000, which was my savings. I was 10 years away from paying off my house. I lost everything. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to have another mortgage. I didn't want to rent from somebody. I decided to live in my vehicle, which was very comfortable. I had an SUV and it was, I'd go to the gym every day. Mm -hmm. And I got sick, spent nine months in the hospital, had to learn how to walk and talk and do all that. And I got out of the hospital and I was truly homeless then. And I bought a junker car, a little two-seater. I stayed in that for two and a half years, and I got on the list. And Seanette was always good about calling me back to let me know where I was on the list. And they vetted me, and um, I was going to move in May 1st, but I can't remember why we didn't do that. But I moved in May 15th, and I haven't looked back since. That's so, incredible. I did not know that that was your background. Oh, yeah, and I was making, there were months where I was making 90 grand a month. And then I went from that to being absolutely homeless and I paid cash for a car. I had to borrow the money to buy the car and I had enough money to buy groceries, but, or buy fast food. And that's just some of the worst things you can do. Yeah. Here you have well-planned meals. We get meals from open heart kitchen. That's and, right. Yeah. And they're balanced. Uh, if, I'm a diabetic, so I have to watch what I eat mm. and yeah, I pick around with food, but, the food always has been good. It's excellent. The, the one thing that I've noticed since I've come here is that people don't know about the goodness village. Hmm. And their perception is usually 180 degrees off. I've had people say, well, I don't want homeless people living next to me. Well, we're not homeless. Exactly. People have their own <laughs> homes here. They were, and now no right. longer. And like I said earlier, they're vetted. Yeah. So when they come in here, and if you screw up, if you yell at somebody and start fights, you're gone. This is a very, very peaceful situation. Yeah. So much of our program is built around uh, the idea of building well, community, right? Right, exactly. Um, and yes, we have folks on our wait list or that have applied um, that were either referred to us or X, Y, or Z. Um, and for whatever reason, at that time, they weren't a good fit for the community. Not to say that they can never apply or not. Right. But we have 28 houses, so we have 28 people, 28 personalities. Mm -hmm. And we've got to make sure that everyone can coexist and, and not just coexist, but to build each other up. Right. Uh, you know, if you have... Very a, positive. Yeah. So we really try to make sure that everyone... My neighbors are great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got 28 good neighbors yeah, right we now. Do. So. We do. And people are willing to do the vocational work. Yeah. Which I think is is excellent. It keeps them out of trouble, keeps them from sitting around doing nothing all day, mm -hmm. and you're helping the village grow. Yeah, and I, I've seen people take a sort of, uh, well, not sort of, people take pride in their community, in yes. the neighborhood. You know, people want to, you know, sign up for vocational. And yes, nobody likes pulling weeds. But when you can say, I'm pulling weeds in front of my house, or in front of my neighbor's house, in my community, in my neighborhood, yeah. there's there's this kind of this the, the tangible aspect of what home is. And then once, you know, for, you know, our neighbors uh, being unhoused from anywhere from a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, to finally have a sense of belonging mm -hmm. physically, people want to take care of that. Yeah. It's really inspiring to see. Well, I, I tell everybody, when I have coffee every morning in Pleasanton. Every, you know, seven days a week, there's a group of us. And 
they're pretty much all retired except for three of us. There's 14 people. Mm -hmm. Three of us are still working. I'm looking for a part-time position. And I invite them to come out here I and look at the village and go on tour with Kim. Kim is our director, and uh, our tours are becoming very popular. Yeah. Uh, when I first got here, we'd have one or two tours, maybe, a week. And now we're having four and five, and it's great. <laughs> People get to see what it's all about. The perception that I, that I hear constantly is, well, I don't want it in my backyard. They're NIMBYs. Yeah. We have to do, we have to take care of the homeless. All right, give us some ideas. This isn't going to solve the problem. It's going to help the problem. It's a step forward. Like I said, it's a transition for some people. Some people may never leave. It's up to them. Yeah. This, this, I don't want the homeless in my backyard. Doesn't fly. There are homeless people here. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. But to get them into something like this village, which is a nonprofit, so we depend on donations and our fundraisers, they get to see what it's like. I encourage people to come out here. Like my family lives in Canada, and they didn't know what I, I took a video and sent it to them, and they were just like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Because what happened in Nanaimo, where my family lives, they knocked down a block of buildings, literally to the ground, bought 40-foot trailers, split them in half, 20 feet for each group, and within weeks, it was just they were destroyed. There was fires, there was oh breakdowns, and that's the perception people have. That's nothing like that at all. This is such a step forward. It's very progressive, and I. I I'm like a preacher on at the pulpit right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I mean, you're advocating for yourself and for your neighbors. Right. Um, and that's huge. You know, like we talked about a little bit before, there's a sense of ownership of what we get to do here. Um, and another piece of what we get to do at the village is that we collaborate, at least on the on my end, on the staff end with Kim. Um, everybody that's moved into the village um, are either seriously advocating for themselves, saying, mm -hmm. hey, I'm done being unhoused and I'm right. ready to get out of this cycle. Or they're already connected with other uh, organizations or services like CityServe or right. Abode Services or local police liaisons. And they're advocating for, you know, people that are now our neighbors saying, hey, this person's ready to take the next step. Right. And I like the fact that the police are involved. Now, Lisa yeah. Cavallini in Pleasanton, I've worked with yes. her and Nicole. And my job with Lisa is to find people that are unhoused, give them some information, let Lisa know if she hasn't already know. She's really on top of things. And we try to get them put in place either through city serve or a, a fabulous group like this. I mean, this this is so I don't you know, I don't want to use the word avant-garde, but this is a standalone situation. It's different. It's very, very different, different and it's it's it works. Yeah. And that's what I try to get people to see that that this works. Yeah, people want the quick fix, you know, let's just plug everyone into whatever system and homelessness is, is, is done. Um, that's, I wish that was the case. That is just impossible. Right. Uh, so I think the village is special and unique in a lot of ways is because we are small right, right now. We got 28 neighbors. We have, So we are starting small and intentional and growing right. relationships with both. We'd like to grow another 28. Absolutely. And Absolutely. We're slowly expanding, but we got to start small. All right, get work out all the kinks. Mm -hmm. This program is only two years old. Yes, and it's it's phenomenal. I, I can't use another word. I just the services that are offered to everybody, you don't find those anywhere else. To put a person into a hotel for a year, that's getting them out of the environment. It's helping them stabilize their life, but it's not a solution. This is 
a step towards the solution. Yeah, the the hotel thing is is great. We have a number of folks that are in the village now that were a part of different hotel programs. I was part of the residence in for almost a year. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. firsthand, you know, yeah. uh, that's a great program, and it's a band aid. It's a let's it's figure a band aid. Yeah, let's let's solve the issues that we have right now. Mm -hmm. But it. You can't live in a hotel forever. No. So I mean, it was nice because you got twice a week people come in and clean your place and change the sheets. <laughs> well, we don't have that here. Yeah. So not that's, yet. <laughs> maybe the next vocational <laughs> job. Uh, Daryl, it's been an absolute pleasure. Hang yeah, on. Thank you. Thank, um, you. thank you for you know sharing your experience and your mm -hmm. thoughts on the village. And I mean, heck, you sound like you're ready to give a tour yourself. So we might have to go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been great, Daryl. Thank, thank you, sir. All right. It's been fun. Break. Thanks for listening to the Goodness Village podcast. Production and recording done by our operations team here at the village. Music was created by Club 88 member AJ Parr. If you want to know more about Club 88, this podcast, or Goodness Village, visit our website at gvlivermore.org. Don't forget, new episodes drop on Fridays. Thanks again for listening to The Good Pod.